Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with this Thursday expert, Mr. Jonathan Twomley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing very, very well. Hey, uh, you brought up an article uh, about uh, somebody doing something pretty interesting in Brooklyn. Why don't you kind of tease us with that, and then we'll talk about, hey, is this a growing trend, a one-off? You know, what, what what's happening in the world of real estate? Yeah, so this is something interesting I came across, and it's directly related to the fact that, well, it's related to two things that we've talked about a lot over the years. But one is that, you know, the bounce back of New York City rents, right? Mm-hmm. From, you know, during COVID, everybody said New York City's over. Nobody wants to live there anymore. They're all going to move to the suburbs. Oh, and now they can work from home. They don't need to blah, blah, blah. Nobody's going to live there. And, you know, you and I were like, yeah, we'll, we'll see if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now we've got rents back to like astronomical historic high levels. Yeah. Uh, even though the weird thing is nobody's going to the office. <laughs> like you, if you own an office building in New York, you are like in a world of pain. Yeah. But everybody is living here and working from home, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not not wanting to like even walk down the block to their office. So yeah. um very interesting. But related to this and also related to the fact that you know the government has been handing out gobs and gobs and gobs of money to people who don't really need it Mm -hmm. uh those two factors have combined so that private equity funds have now started buying small apartment buildings in new york city and just so people can realize what when you say small are we talking eights and sixes and tens yes. and stuff wow yes. they're going we're, way down yes so we are talking about the kinds of buildings that used to be owned by mom and pops or small you know investment companies in new york city and uh you know historically these private equity funds have not gone after small deals because it's just it's a lot of work to go mm-hmm. to keep on going you know they would rather just place you know, yeah, 50, one, $100 million in one development and and be done with it. Mm-hmm. However, those opportunities have become so difficult to find. There's so much competition for them mm-hmm. that now just as if, just in the same way that you have private equity funds going after the single family home market and displacing mom and pops there, wow. now you've got them coming into to places like Brooklyn and buying up small apartment buildings you know, one at a time. And wow. so Car- Carlisle Group, which is a huge, huge group, uh, they, it was reported recently that they have bought 130 apartment buildings, small apartment buildings in Brooklyn alone, just in the last like two years. And wow, yeah, this is a very, very interesting phenomenon. And they're specifically going after buildings that have a certain, yeah. there's something in New York called, uh, there's a, tax abatement, a 421 tax abatement. They've been going after buildings with a certain number of years of tax abatement left. However, it's just very interesting that they are now, they're so starved. They have so Mm. much money to -hmm. spend and so starved for opportunity for big deals that they're now going 
to small deals. And I have to say, I have a certain amount of, uh, I don't know what, what the right word for this is, um, but regret, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it is. Back in 2015, after I kind of got my first few deals done, I thought, hey, I'm going to go launch a fund, right? Mm-hmm. And my idea for the fund was, hey, you big companies, right? You're star for yield, right? You know, I can get you higher yield, but there's smaller deals, which you don't want to deal with. Right. So how about you, we make a fund. Yeah, fund a fund, t- if you will. Yeah, and I'll go do all the brain damage of finding these smaller deals right. that, that have higher yields, and you'll get the higher yields, and you won't have to do the work. Well, nobody went for it, hmm. because in 2015, they were st- everyone was still saying, yeah. oh, we, don't, we don't want to invest in funds. We got burned by funds in the great mm-hmm. financial crisis and blah, blah, blah. And so um, it, didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Wow. But now you see things coming you know, where they are full cycle. And, yeah. and like, it, I see people raising funds left and right. And I also see now you've got like Carlisle yeah. fund doing exactly the strategy that everybody rejected a few years ago, which was going after these smaller properties because why better yield than the big deals that all the private equity funds are fighting over. So, well, there you go. Yeah. So there's a couple of things I want to ask. So again, in your, in your kind of opening there, you indicated that they're kind of adding these onesie twosie. I just want to make sure they didn't find one Brooklyn owner and buy all of no. his small buildings. It was onesie. No. Wow. It's, they've been doing, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe there've been small portfolios that they've been able to pick up from but people. This is who not own. one deal. It's not one deal. This has been wow. a, like a, they're just, yeah, they have a team. The they, they clearly yeah. have a team that says, Hey, you five, six, eight, ten 10 people, your buy again, your buy box is Brooklyn, you know, 421, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, here's an almost unlimited checkbook. Go. And, and they bought a hundred and what do you think the cost per door is in Brooklyn? Uh, was it like 400 K a door? It's, Any idea? Yeah. Four to, I mean, I, you can, depending on the size in the neighborhood, I've even seen up to a million dollars a door. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't bother underwriting those deals. So I don't know if, if those deals like pencil out in any way and the market for those smaller ones is like basically somebody's going to buy a two family home and live in yeah half of it yeah. but but i've definitely seen you know really not uncommon to see small deals listed with a per you know per door price in you know close to a million bucks yeah so again we're still so for the folks looking at this they're still doing five six seven million dollar deals yeah. Right. Which is big for probably most of my viewers, but small, right? They're, they'd rather place 50 million than 5 million. Right. And, and that's, and that's why this, that's why this is so surprising. Right. Because the, the funds typically don't want to get involved with, uh, you know, writing a, you know, a check for, you know, if, if they're financing these, and it didn't go, the article didn't go into that much detail about whether they're financing them or just buying mm-hmm. them for cash. Mm-hmm. But, Nevertheless, like if they're financing them, then they're putting out like, you know, two, three million dollars on these deals. Yeah. And that that's it's a, if you've got like a five hundred million dollar fund that you're trying to place, it's a lot easier. You know, typically they're doing it. There's like 10 buildings in the fund. Right. right? They're, they don't want to do it with 100 buildings in the fund because also it, you know, that's a lot to administer and manage. Sure. And but they're, they're deciding that that's it's worthwhile to go after these buildings and they must've figured out some way that they can manage them efficiently. I actually, I, I want to run this idea by you. Again, this could be the whole buy by the foot or kind of the reverse, actually buy by the end, sell by the foot, kind of the reverse strategy. Do you think they could build this to some level 
and then flip it in one big package to somebody else and make that spread? It's possible that that's what they're aiming at, you know, and that was, that was actually my idea too. My idea for the fund was, Hey, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to create the scale. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And then we'll, and then once we have the scale, then we'll sell it to somebody who is willing yeah. to pay for the scale and they'll pay a compressed cap rate that cap rate. That was the, yeah, whole, for the whole package. Yeah, exactly. for The whole package. That was the, mm. that was the whole idea. Nobody went for it when I proposed it in 2015. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I still think it was a good idea. Um, no, I think I think it was. Yeah, and I think timing would have been amazing. Think about what you yeah. could have put together. Oh know, my god, flipped out of. Whew, been crazy. We wouldn't be on this podcast together. Yeah, I'd be on an island. I'd be on my own island. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when I look at this, it's just it 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 kind of goes back to we printed too much money. There's so much money sloshing in the system. Uh, what Wall Street used to do in 2018, 19 with office, retail, warehouse, storage, too much competition, no, no, no margin. People are overpaying. So they're they're going to another tier, right? They've already done mm -hmm. single family homes. They proved that work in the 08 crash. They've realized that old homes suck. So now they've gone to buy new homes. Now they're buying entire communities directly from builders. They probably will do that more as builders slow down. So builders still busy. They get their inventory um, of build for rent, and now they're coming down to the, to the you know to the small stuff, right? The fives, the tens, the the twenties. That's where I've played my entire life, and I think there is a. I think it is a strategy. I don't see them. This isn't the build for rent. I'm going to hold these for 20 years, which I could see, especially new stock. This is, I think. Let's build a portfolio in Brooklyn. Let's build a portfolio in Chicago. Let's. Be, I think they're going to be very targeted, and then they'll flip those for a compressed cap rate. Yeah, I don't think you can pursue this strategy in the suburbs either. No, because prob it has probably to be. the they're, they're, you know, the assets are going to be too far away from each other, and finding enough of them of that Correct. size and they're in the right condition. I mean, they're very specifically targeting, you know, certain affluent neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And, and those are pretty compressed, right? Yes. So it's not, you know, like the whole, there may be say in Park Slope, Brooklyn, I don't know, a hundred thousand people living in that neighborhood, mm -hmm. but that, and but that's compressed into 20 blocks by four or five blocks yeah. area, right? Yeah. So you can, you can, even if you have, you know, you've got 10 or 15 buildings in that area, you can have, you know, a staff that's just yeah. full-time running around servicing yeah. those buildings, you know, just Absolutely. one or two people. So it, you can make it efficient if it's compressed, but if you had people in the suburbs having oh, to drive hours. miles, you know, between properties, it just, it just wouldn't work. No, I think this is a strategy. I expect others. I think it will be very consolidated to metros like Brooklyn, right? Where there's a, a four by 20. Cause I, I still think they're going to go for efficiencies, which means, you know, I call it a buy box. It's going to be very narrow. Yeah. But they're going to buy them all, and and I think they're going to overpay because again, the mom or mom and pop landlord is going to be okay. Great, I'll take that number. But they have a bigger plan, right? We're going to get this to some asset value. Maybe it's a hundred million. I don't know. And then they're going to, you know, they're going to compress the cap rate a point or point and a half, and then sell it off to one big fund. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if they've got one hundred and thirty, they're way past a hundred million. Oh, that's at true. At this point, right? They're yeah. probably they're probably at more like five hundred, six hundred million. Oh, wow. Into okay. this, I would I would imagine so. Yeah, that's my guess, but who knows? But this is very interesting. Wall Street is coming from mom, they're coming to mom and pops because it's profitable. It's just it's profitable. It's a great return. Yeah. One rental at a time works. Yep, absolutely. 
Yep. Jonathan, hey, where can people find you? So I'm going to show you something new. Yep. That we're gonna, I, I we're like gonna, new. We're going we're gonna to do actually a whole, like, I'm going to walk through this in our last se section of the day. But just in case you don't have time to watch all this stuff, I have uh, this ultimate checklist, which uh, basically, it's a, this is a 50-page ebook. Don't worry, it's not like 50 pages of dense text, mm -hmm. but it is it is a checklist that basically walks you through every single step of how you find deals, uh, you know, raise the money, syndication, scaling. It's it's essentially my entire 60 video course condensed into a checklist. So if you have ever been curious about like, well, how did those guys do that? Like, what is the process? Mm -hmm. This is literally like a checklist that you could follow to, to syndicate a deal and, and scale a multifamily business. So um, you can go get it. It's free. All you have to do is uh, I have a URL for you. It is bit.ly. I don't know if you guys know bit.ly, but bit.ly is a B-I-T dot L-Y slash. Michael, you'll like this. One rental away. Ah, one rental so away. So it is bit.ly slash one rental away. And I think you have to put that HTTPS thing okay. in front of it or it won't work. Uh, otherwise, it'll take you to like a, you know, site not found link. Okay. So make sure you've got that in there. But like I said, just go to that link and uh, you'll get this checklist cool. and you know, check it out. Very cool. I will put that in the description of all our three videos today. I will be going there because I've never done a hundred unit building. So I need to, I need to add some skills and experience. Thank John. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I actually just one more thing about this. When sure. you get this, then it's also going to make your life really easy because then you'll, you'll get, you know, with the email that comes with this, there's an email sequence and it'll just give you the link to like my Facebook group and ah. all that kind of stuff. So you don't need to go and like, remember that, <laughs> you know, you can just, you'll just get the email that'll tell you where to go. Awesome. So. Thanks buddy. Mm-hmm.